Maybe. Hey guys, it's Brad with College Sportscast, and we are presented by the Fanboys. guys welcome He's to college in. sportscast i have my man jason harrison with me tonight what's up jason man what's up brad man what's up man glad to be back man man missed you man miss miss this uh this dialogue on tuesday that we know yeah have, yeah we, we missed you last tuesday man, i, I, I think I you were just come, getting in had a busy day and i think you said you you, you Fell asleep earlier or something. I'm not sure. Man, listen, listen. I'm gonna make this quick. So we so we was in Phoenix for for the team, right? And we were right. leaving out. We were leaving out uh, uh, Monday morning. I was supposed to get home at midday. Midday. We get to the airport at four in the morning, Phoenix time. So it's you know you know what time it is back home. Yeah. So. Uh, we get there and something's wrong with checking. They like we gotta go see person over the desk. Okay, so we go over there. Uh, sir, you 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 guys canceled your flight. Canceled our flight? <laughs> no, you know. Wait, now I'm gonna rewind you a couple minutes. We flew. It was a rain delay Thursday. We flew into D- Dallas DFW. We had to make a connecting flight. So when we get to Phoenix around 11 p.m. Phoenix time. Guess what didn't arrive? Our bags. We didn't have any bags. So we got like, the bag. The bags didn't dip. Okay, come back the next day. So they end up flying our bags to Arizona and then flying down to Phoenix. And so they said when we didn't show up on that flight with our bags, we was considered no show. So they canceled our flight. Make a long story short, we had to catch I flew four hours from Phoenix to DC. And then another two hours from DC to Little Rock. Didn't get in till about nine, ten o'clock. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like, oh my goodness, got to work the next day. I'd right. already taken off on Monday, so I'm like, hey, I'm gonna get the chance to do what I need to do. You know, I'm getting in midday. I can handle some business. I can do, hey, I can do some man stuff. You know, take care of the vehicle. Do I need to get oil changed? <laughs> right. I don't get in till about. 19. So I get up the next morning, go to work like nothing. I still hadn't been asleep. Right. Because I'm feeling So yeah, that's what happened. When I when I when I woke up finally, yeah. it was three in the morning. I was like, oh yeah, God. right. I got you, man. So, yeah. Guys, so we got Jason with us tonight. Welcome to College Sports Cast. I, of course, am at my shop, Bluegrass Brads. That's what's behind me. 
we're sponsoring College Sports Cast, the Fanboys, and Greenville Sports Media now. So check us out. We're on Google, Facebook, Bluegrass Brads. Um, and we are going to be doing our news and hot topics uh, segment show with Jason tonight. I'm going to start out with something a little bit more, a little somber today. Man, I just seen I'm, I'm, I'm going to start out with that. Um, former Louisville head basketball coach Denny Crum died today, 86 years old. Um, Jason, you played right after. Or well, actually, you you were still there when the last couple of years that Denny was still coaching because um, you graduated in 03. I think he his run ended in 01, I believe. Um okay. And we actually played Louisville, but I don't know if he – was he the coach then? We played well, I'm pretty sure his last year was in 01, so you would have been like a sophomore. No, I, 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 I finished in 02. 02? Yeah, I was a junior in 01. And I don't know if my freshman year or my – probably my freshman year, we played against Louisville at Ole Miss and we won. I can't remember if he's a coach now, but that that would have been Denny, I would think. Unless he been. was unless been. he was out, you know, missed a game or something. Yeah, it might have been. But uh so Denny was the coach at Louisville for 30 years from 71 to 01. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, listen. 30 a years. A guy a guy who who had a remarkable talent come through Louisville. He really had Louisville rocking. Uh, it's a sad day for college uh, basketball because he was one of the pioneers, along with all the other greats, man, who over the years, uh, you know, helped change the landscape of basketball. Uh, but, yeah, man, and I know being a Kentucky guy, I know you know a lot about Denny Grum. <laughs> I do. So, all right, so, you know, I'm going to take it way back with okay. Denny Crum for a few minutes. Uh, a lot of people probably don't realize this, but Denny Crum played for John Wooden at UCLA in the 50s. Whoa. A disciple. Wow. And most people don't know that, probably. Um, uh, I'd say it was the late 50, mid to late 50s when he was there, probably. Wow. Um, and, and he played for John Wooden and later began his coaching career under John Wooden at UCLA. I'm, I'm not one bit surprised about that. Thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, you know, learning from the best, one of the best that the game's ever, you know, that the game's ever had as far as coaching-wise and stuff. And uh, in 71, he took over the Louisville head coaching job. He won two national championships, 1980 and 1986. He went to six Final Fours. I mean, yeah, six Final Fours in his career. Won 675 games at Louisville. Whoa. Um, matter of fact, at, when he reached 500 wins, at the time he was the second fastest coach to reach 500 wins ever. So you mean tell me he was there until 01? Yes. 
now so I did. it may have been it may have been 2000 was his last year he coached okay so that mean i did play against him i did because i remember playing against louisville it was either it was either 2000 or 2001 he was there 30 years and his and he was hired in 71 so wow wow, wow. yeah man. yeah I, I, I have a lot of hey he had a lot of good ball players come through here a lot of good ball players what's up sporadics Glad to see you on. Everything's going good, man. We got Jason back tonight, and uh, we're we're talking a little bit Denny Crum right now. Yeah, so I mean, I just wanted to give Denny his his uh, respects. Listen, I. I I grew up a diehard Kentucky fan, okay? I am never going to sit here and act like when I was growing up that I liked Denny Crumb, okay? Oh, <laughs> man, don't say I, that. Well, listen, I, I'm not I, – I, I will fully admit everything, so I am never going to say that I liked Denny Crumb when I was growing up, okay? There was a huge rivalry between Louisville and Kentucky and Indiana, and the all three – you had Bobby Knight – you had Denny Crum, and you had Joe B. Hall, um, and later Sutton, you know, and Patino, you know, a few other coaches for Kentucky. But, um, you know, both of those schools had coaches that were winning titles, mm-hmm. um, you know, and uh, years later, when you see the friendship that Denny Crum and Joe B. Hall had. Um, I don't know. You, you learn to respect a guy, you know? No doubt. Uh, uh, Denny Crum, as much as when I was a kid, I didn't see it or understand, but I mean, he done so much for that, for that program, for Louisville, Opening the doors to kids that uh, and and teaching them, you know, good life habits. You know, I mean, you know, he take he take you know you, you got like you know Daryl Griffith and Milt Wagner and I mean there's <laughs> there's a lot a lot of great players that come through that. Kenny uh, Payne, Kenny Payne, Kenny Payne yeah, played. Yeah, who, who's the head coach now? Who's the head coach now? Played there from mm-hmm. till '89, I believe, is when Penny, Kenny Payne graduated. I believe won a national title in '86 mm-hmm. with Denny Crum at Louisville. Uh, so, you know, I just kind of wanted to talk about it. What What's your thoughts? Um, like I said, man, I can I can vividly remember uh, the times in which. Uh, You wanted to go to Louisville during the time he was there. You know, he 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 kept players. He kept players. He did a remarkable job of recruiting and, and getting those type of guys that to even never, make it a rivalry. Never nervous it. Purvis. You remember him? Man, listen, never nervous <laughs> Purvis. He was a top draft pick. He was. He, he was, was the number one pick. I'm pretty sure. The top draft pick. So he's had. Yeah. And when we say dudes, he's had some dudes. 
Oh yeah. He's had some dudes come through there, man. Yeah, you know, DJ Wagner is going to UK this year, and everybody in the last two or three years has has known and knows DJ Wagner. Well, there would be no DJ Wagner if you didn't have Milt Wagner. That's not that's that's without a shadow of a doubt. Or, (laughs) or or if you didn't have Dewan Wagner. Dewan. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Who's who's the son of Milt, and DJ is the grandson of yeah. Milt. So, yeah. so it's it's one of those deals. So you, <laughs> it's crazy, man. But yeah, like I said, sad day for college basketball. One of the pioneers, uh, one of the guys you can consider one of the all-time greats, uh, having that much tenure at a school, which is really unheard of in these days. It's very very unheard of because if he was coaching right now, he would be a high commodity. They would want to pick him out the portal and bring him over uh, to another school because he had this one. He had players play the right way. Never heard about a whole lot of scandals either. Never heard. No, about a whole you lot know, of you know, Denny, Denny done it the right way. He really did. I mean, you know, he he coached that. That's the one thing that I'm gonna say that you probably are not gonna like, but. So one thing I'm going to say is this, after looking back on it and getting older and being able to see stuff, my, you know, at, through a different lens to start with, because I'm older, I mean, Denny Crum coached and taught a clean, good program. Um, and, you know, when you see what happened – in the mid two thousand, you know, two thousands, with some of the Louisville stuff, then you begin to really appreciate Denny Crum a little bit better. Um, a whole lot better. A whole yeah, lot better. A whole lot better. You know what I mean? I so, Denny, uh, Denny was fortunate enough not to come up during the social media days, uh, the days in which the information was there quickly for these kids. Uh, he came up in a time where guys wanted to be coached. Nowadays, some of these kids don't want to be coached. They want to listen to their parents. And so right. being able to instill his brand of basketball was very key for him. Very key for him, and it worked. And it worked because you can tell by the draft picks that he ended up having oh, out yeah. of his own program. You know, he had multiple first-round draft picks, even a top Oh, pick. yeah, absolutely. Like I said, I mean – Daryl Griffith, Milt Wagner, uh, Herbert Crook, Kenny Payne, um, per- Never Nervous Purvis. I can't remember what his what was his per- what was his first name. Uh, if you wouldn't have asked me, I would have told you. I can't I remember what it was. If you wouldn't have asked me, I would have told you exactly what his name was. Uh, was it? <sighs> I can't remember now. Oh, oh man, this I can't remember. This that's that's, that's crazy. I can't remember what his first name was right there. I, I, I mean, everybody called him Never Nervous Purvis. Because he, hey, he was never nervous. <laughs> nervous. He played and play. Hey, played the right way. Play ball. Played the right way. Played hard. Protected that rim. I mean, Bradford. You remember Bradford? I remember Bradford. I remember Bradford. Yeah. He had them all. He had them all. Now he had them all. Yeah. Bradford was a tough ball player, man. He had them all, man. One of those things that 
man, like you said, he 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 he, he coached just as long as I've been living. And so he, so he was he was eighty six. He was eighty six years old. And I guess one of the last things I'll say is is I hope that him and Joe B. Hall are fishing somewhere in heaven up there. Man, That's what I, man, man, man. I, I, I can I can I can agree with that. I can <laughs> agree with that. That's a good way to go out. Yep. I mean, honestly, they they were they were the best of friends and good fishing buddies. So. All right, so let's get to USC and basketball and talk some basketball news this week. Mm-hmm. USC seems to be uh, putting together some some well-known players. Let's put it that way. I, I, I was just looking at it, and what's so funny was I was just looking at that and was like, wow, man. So, And the reason why they're well-known is because their dads are <laughs> – Really famous NBA players. So you've got Bronny James, LeBron James Jr., actually, Mm -hmm. um, that is now committed to USC, um, committed, I don't know, maybe three or four days ago now, something like that. And then today, a son of Dennis Rodman. Seen this. DJ Rodman. Yeah. Yeah, switched up committed to USC as well. Yeah, um, yeah, so they're yeah. they're making some noise. There's been some whiskers, whiskers, whispers <laughs> that Aaron Rod Aaron Bradshaw, I can't speak, um, might switch from Kentucky to go out there. I really don't think that's true, but um they are USC is definitely making some noise in the basketball world. Um, now that Bronny James is going to play in L.A. for a year, which there are some people that's making it out like it's a big deal that he's going to L.A. It doesn't surprise me. His dad's in L.A. They're a very close-knit family. No doubt. That's, that's where I expected Bronny to pick anyway was USC. I didn't I, – I, I would I, – I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't expect – him. I almost thought that he was gonna go to the Ohio State. I, I I really think he strongly considered that because that was a school his dad said if he'd have went to college, that's where he would have went. Yeah, but, but that's where dad grew up. Bronny grew up in LA. You know? And like I say, Bronny's that's looking for him from a business standpoint. He can make just as much money off the court in LA as anybody in America. And that's what that's what all this is about. I mean, it's yeah. NIL money yeah. and USC yeah. and everything. Clutch Sports, which is his yeah. his dad's, yeah. you know, ties to Clutch yeah. Sports yeah. and everything. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. you you're an AAU ball. You know the name Clutch Sports. I know exactly. you do. exactly. And that that's what's going on right now. The, these <laughs> kids are allowed to have. Agents now. Yeah. Agents are getting ready to rule college basketball. Yeah, absolutely. If, hey, well, if, the, if, for real. If, half of them already have them. I mean, you know. Exactly. Because yeah. they, can, they can have them right now. And so with that being said, you know, you can actually see why, like you said, he, he's an L.A. kid. He grew up in L.A. I wouldn't want to leave. Would you want to leave L.A.? Well, I wouldn't want to leave L.A. 
I LeBron's been in LA now, what, five years or something like that? Going on, going on. Yes, exactly. And Bronny's 17 or something. So, I mean, he's grew up in LA, you know, the last. And that's exactly what I think is a good. Then the top player in the country wanted his, he wanted that because you know what that brings. LeBron James is coming to a game. The crowd is going oh, yeah. to be Absolutely. And that's why it's such a great fit is because LeBron can go. They can be tight. They can, you know, they can go to each other's games. They're a close-knit family. And and that's the reason why – well, I mean, don't get me wrong. Clutch sports and the NIL and the money that he can make makes sense too. But I think a whole lot of it has to do with the close-knit family and the ties and stuff like that. I think that that played a, a large part in it as well. That's a huge part of it. Yeah. That's a huge part. All right. So I'm going to move from this to Angel Reese. I noticed noticed yesterday that Angel Reese uh, posted some pictures, a picture anyway, and said that she has signed an NIL deal to be in the SI swimsuit issue. What's your take on that? What's your take on that? Well, my take is this. I mean, what what I really wanted to talk about is is from everything that I have heard now with that deal in place, Angel Reese is set to make $1.4 million next year in NIL, and next year hadn't even started. Like, there's still time to build on that. Well, I can say this. Coach Malarkey over there is doing a wonderful job of allowing her student athletes to be themselves. And she's, if I'm not mistaken, she's picked up two or three other transfers. She has. She picked up the Louisville guard that's uh, that was the top player for Louisville transferred in there. I've got that down there. LSU is loading up as well. Yeah. So – um watch out for LSU. I mean, they lost their guard this past year after the but I mean, I'm telling you this girl from Louisville is the real deal. Like she's she's all-American type player. You see what I mean? So, you know, and, and 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 listen, this is what this rule was for. She has found a way to monetize on her name, image, and likeness. And she's doing it the right way. She's doing it. I don't, I don't have an issue with Angel Reese, man, man, posing in a swimsuit for a swim for SI. I've been, I've, I've been, I've been having SI in my. I was a, I subscribed to SI for thirty plus years in my life. Okay, I used to wait for the SI swimsuit issue to Everybody, come out. Hey, it's not like you know, and I know you didn't say anything about it. It's not like she's doing a Playboy. No, she's doing no, I mean, SI, something that every every male, every young woman would love to be. Yeah, I mean, there's play. nothing wrong with it there's whatsoever. Nothing there's nothing wrong with it. I just can't. I can believe it. I can't believe it. The amount, and she said that she's not in no hurry to go to the WNBA because she's making more money than people in the WNBA right now. She, she oh yeah, I mean. Her. The WNBA, they don't make that kind of money in the WNBA. By, by, by no means of the stress of imagination. No. No. Means. I mean, 
they don't they don't even come close to making that kind of money in the in the WNBA. Man. So and that's that's just what's being reported, you know. I mean, she could have more than that. I, I have no idea, but from from what I have seen, she is now scheduled to make one point four million next year in NIL deals. And like I said, there's still time. She's still she's added two or three since the end of the season, and I'm sure she's gonna add some more. So expect to see Angel Reese probably over two two point five million dollars next year. Playing for LSU, that is, man, that is remarkable. That is yeah. remarkable. That is remarkable. That's all I can say. That is remarkable that a young lady uh, who was a champion has capitalized and done. And I think her teammate as well. I forget her other teammate, uh, Flojo, who's a yeah. rapper. I, I, I a rap name. You know, man, that they're, they're really making Jackson. It I think yeah. is her last yeah. name. They're really, really made sure, and that's sure. They're laying a blueprint down on how it could be done. And, oh yeah, and, listen, and, and it's making the head coach job easy. It's well, I mean, listen now. Now, now she's come in. She's come in and done one hell of a job of letting these kids be themselves at the same time in teaching them how to win. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. At the same time. Angela is not a me me person. She's I'm gonna go get the rebound. You guys shoot. Yeah. She's a throwback player with some with some with some with some um with a little bit of jazz with it. So she she is enjoying herself, and it's good to see. It's good to yeah. see. It's good to see. I just wanted to bring it up. He was on the show with me, so yeah, um, you know, great job for Angel Reese at LSU. Um, the coach down there, she's. She's killing it. I mean, really, she's killing it. She's killing it. She's doing a wonderful job. All right. Then I want to get to something that happened yesterday. Okay. Coach Bob Huggins. <laughs> Does that say Bub? Let me see. Yep, Bub. That's supposed to say Bob. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> hey, hey, it is okay. Coach Bob Huggins, not Bub. I don't know where that Bub comes in there. Um, yesterday on a radio show, and I don't know if you heard the comments so, or not, but he, but he I used heard, I heard old Bob, but he but he used the anti-gay uh, term yeah. Yeah. On, yeah. on the radio show, and everybody's been I've been killing them all. So, yeah, all right, so I heard the the bit, okay, and. They were they the the radio people were actually kind of having some fun with him and talking about how when they played Xavier that the fans threw something on the court that you don't normally see on the court. Okay, and I'm just going to put it out there. I, I'm not on the radio. We don't have FDA hey, Dennis, hey, or whatever. Yeah, so. All right, so apparently during the game, one of the Xavier fans actually threw a dildo onto the court. Well, that kind of changes everything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the 
So the the radio guys were talking about this story and were kind of jabbing and having a little fun with with Coach Huggins, okay? And Coach Huggins made a comment of the Catholic actually F blank GS. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, he was it was in jest, it was joking. Shouldn't have said it. Um, but they were having poking and having a little bit of fun about this incident that happened that actually happened. Apparently, it like flew over top of his shoulder, like like it was over him, and like went out onto the court. Um, you know, so and they were like and having a little fun, and now everybody's acting like Huggins should be fired. And this political world that we live in, politically correct world that we live in, I mean, I grew up in a time when you had George Carlin, and Richard Pryor, Red Fox. <laughs> hey, listen, I mean, the, the greats, the old greats who didn't I mean, hold listen, their tongue, yes. I, I mean, why are we in a world where people just act like they can't like it just breaks their back if somebody says something, um, you know. I don't, you know. This this wasn't somebody calling somebody something per se. It was more in jest, in a fun picking at him type deal. You know what I mean? Like it, it was more in a comedic fashion than it was anything else. If you get what I'm saying, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. They, they were tomorrow. The way he uh, he was joking about it when he was talking. You basically saying that that was Bob Huggins. That's what he did. Because I still haven't heard it. I I just read the article or whatnot. Uh, but man, bottom line, you got to be extra careful about what you say. We this are, this it, is true. I mean, we are living in a very, very. Let me watch what I say. Well, I don't have to watch what I say, but I'm going to say it anyway. We're staying. We're living in a very sensitive world. It, when 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 comedians are ridiculed for being simply comedians, I know it's crazy. I mean, what's crazy is I seen a I, I seen a Dave Chappelle clip yesterday. About the same time that this news broke with Bob Huggins, okay? And I'm going to tell you right now, what Dave Chappelle said was 10 times worse than well, what Bob well, Huggins said. The, 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 the difference is you <laughs> you paid to hear Dave Chappelle. And or Dave Chappelle more than likely means everything he's saying. Well, what I'm saying is he's raw like that. Yeah, you're you're tuned in to see him say something like that, just like you're tuned in to hear a soundbite from old Huggy Bear. You're tuned in to hear something, but like I said, we we're living in a very, very sensitive world, society that man, everything gets blown out of proportion. Everything is picked up. Listen. Bob Huggins probably has been doing so great this year that we're not going to even talk about it. But the one time 
he lets a word slip out of his mouth. Fire him the whole year. Not alone that he's been graduating players. All his players love him. You know, he shows tough love, but he loves his players. You he's, never heard that one person he say signed, He signed a pretty good transfer class, too. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? So, I mean, I, and I think he's one of those coaches is going to come – his, his tenure is going to come to an end pretty soon, and he's going to let the next generation coach because. Oh, yeah, it will. I mean, it, I'm it, pretty it sure he's pushing 70. I'm See pretty I'm sure Huggy Bear is pushing 70. So, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, man, this is, this is, this is crazy. This is crazy, man. It, it's very unfortunate, but man, you got to, because we do, we do so much uh, media training when you get to these schools. We do so many media training deals that. You make sure that you know that uh we are trained not to say certain things i mean it's a word that people used pretty regularly in the 80s you know what i mean yeah yeah like seriously it was used pretty regularly in the 80s i mean i'm not even gonna act like it wasn't because it was but unfortunately this isn't the 80s. I know. It's it's so not the 80s. 80s. I get it. But yeah, I'm just yeah, saying, yeah. if you grew up in that time, I mean, it was like, Listen, it was pretty common hey, back then, you know? Listen, that was. That was. That was. I mean, work, we, we, we were not in a situation growing up in a society where we were worried about words. The old saying, sticks and stones might break my bones, but words. What happened to that? Hurt. I grew up by that. Come on, man. Come on. You know, I mean, seriously, know, Jason, did, didn't you grow up kind of being taught I that? Did, I did. I did. Yeah. I did. But the difference is, um, and we have this discussion all the time. As parents growing up, what we didn't have, we wanted for our kids, right? You want their lives to be so much better than yours that you shelter them from disappointment. And when they start to be disappointed, they don't know how to take the word no. Someone get on to them because it's sometimes we're being softer parents. And you know, growing up, and I don't know about your kids, but you know, my oldest son, who's, who's not with us anymore, he, he was starting to do that. And I'm watching my eight-year-old twins. They're easily influenced. But there's no one keeping them accountable because they think they know it all. They really, hey, I don't believe that. Let me ask. Yeah. Like, they, they have too much information that it dumbs them down. Right. That it dumbs them down. And kids, more, let's just call it what it is. Kids are softer. There are no more so kids outside. The whole world's sensitive. It's not just kids. It's the whole world kids. is, but yeah. but you know I'm I'm a, I'm a big proponent of it starts at home, it starts at home, it starts at home. If if I'm getting on your kid, and I'm trying to make them better, and you go home and say, "Don't worry about your coach," I he, he don't know nothing. Da, 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 da. That kid is going to listen to what their parents say because you know back in the day, any sport, whatever coach say goes. I'm not coming to talk to yeah, no absolutely. coach about no playing time. I'm not coming to talk to no coach about this. You got to earn. You're you're gonna play the best players, but man, it's just a, we have sense of a sense of the world. We have kids who who don't want to fail, and that's the thing too. That's what I would 
Kids don't want to fail. They don't want to fail and be disappointed. They want to get it right every single time. You know how many times? But that's but that's not life, Jason. That's not life. No matter no matter how good you are at something, no matter like you you're not going to be good at everything. You know what I mean? Like you're going to have to learn to pick yourself back up. Exactly. You're exactly right. But, but here's the thing. Social media seems like there are never any bad days. You know, you can be on social media. That's because, that's because you see it in 20 second intervals. (laughs) You don't see it 24 hours. You see you, you're right. You you, you you might see a twenty second, a thirty second, a minute. You yeah. might even see a couple minutes. Right. But you never really seen. It's That's like, because, see, you know, I don't know. You remember the TV show Real World? Yes. Okay. So the TV show Real World it taped for like hours, you know, and you would see real like problems and messed up crap. Nowadays, you see a 20-second clip of somebody, and it all looks fancy and, and you know, and, and happy, and everybody's great, and, you know, that's all you see anymore. But anyways. Yeah, yeah the, 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 the grind, like, my son, I just text my wife, like, is Jacob here? I didn't hear him come in because I'm on podcast. He had practice tonight. I'm getting him out the house. Like, you can't play the video game until the weekend. Like, I don't need you on a video. I need for you to be thinking about other things, school, right? sports. I mean, and then like I said, I don't know. He doesn't even have to play sports, but it's having him something be involved that he has to have teamwork. You have to be able to work with somebody else. See what I'm saying? Right. Like, everybody's a creator. Hey, everybody's a podcaster. It, everybody's doing their own thing yeah. at a young age, but, you know, they don't understand. Like, it takes time. You know, I mean, you talk about sports. So, by the way, I've got veteran-owned sportswear, True Victory, up on the screen. You can scan this code. Use our DeFanBoys 15% off code. It's right here on the screen. That QR code is scannable. And we are – that is part of, of College Sportscast and DeFanBoys and Greenville, Greenville Sports Media now. Um, they have some – Great sportswear there. They're a veteran-owned company, and they have some collections called Stars and Stripes. Um, you know, there's there's other ones on there. There's ones called Are You True? Check them out. Um, I do have it up on the screen there for you, so um, I, I want to let everybody know that that's what that is. But so we were talking. You were talking about you know the in sports. And I was talking about the clips and of 20 second, 30 second intervals and all that. It's even in the like it's even in the sports world nowadays. So if a kid can get a clip of them for 30 seconds or a minute knocking down these two or three amazing shots. Say it. Say it. Then they then they post it all over everything, you know, and and make it look like they're an all-star because, you know, that 30-second clip, you know, you, you've done something amazing or, you know, whatever. You know, whether you knocked out a shot or whether you hit a home run or, you know, 
threw a football for 55 yards and score a touchdown or whatever it is, you know, and you, what I'm saying is, is you don't have to, it makes it look like you don't have to put in the work you, to do that. I, I, I used to get this all the time and you're going to laugh. Hey, I'm going to send you when I was in uh, college basketball, when I was recruiting, hey, I got a highlight. Let me see your highlight. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I looked up right next to me. I want to see a whole game. Have you ever seen a bad highlight? Yeah, I know. Have you ever seen a bad highlight? I want to watch because I'm going to come. I want to come to your game. If I see a highlight, I'm going to come see how you react. And this is, and I know for a fact, this is what coaches are looking for. Go be talk to them all the time. I want to see how you act when you mess up and you have to come out of the game. I want to see how you act when you miss a shot or you miss a catch. I want to see oh, how you have you two trips down the floor with the, with turnovers. Turnovers. I'm going to say, how do you, you know react? What I mean? Yeah, how are you reacting when people, you know, you and are you giving it back to people and can you take constructive criticism? Those are the things that you want to see because I don't want to know you when everything's going good because we always, we already know what type of people we deal with when everything's going good. You have a happy person. Let me see you go through some. Let me see you have a little bit of adversity. How do you react when the adversity in your face? So I always tell them, I don't want to see a highlight. Send me the whole game. Send me the yeah, whole so, game. I mean, there's nothing wrong with – listen, my sister in the late 80s was a really good basketball player, okay? Mm-hmm. And I remember even back then in the late 80s off of VHS tapes okay. trying to put together highlight tapes for my sister. And this was – a long time ago when it was not as easy as it is nowadays to do. Man, I mean, I imagine how stopping recording. Oh, I mean, it was, rewinding. yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it was, it was something else to try to get together. I mean, highlight tapes back then. All right. And I can remember me and my dad and my sister, Tammy. Um, I mean, we, we spent probably, I mean, hours and nights and nights um, trying, trying to get to her, trying, tr- trying yeah, to trying to dub, trying to get her yeah. tapes done and done right and stuff, you know. And I think we got together like two, maybe 15, 20 minute tapes to send out or something, you know. Now, um, everybody, has, now everybody has, could, could you imagine? Watch this. If, 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 Social media was out back then, and you can actually pay someone to make. I know it's kids today. They act like, well, oh, you know, I got to find people to get my tape out to. What are you talking about? You have a whole platform, a whole like you, you, you have no idea what it's like to really not have people to know about. You had to make sure that you were so good that they they wrote about you in the newspaper. Yeah. Yeah. Well, people had to pick up a paper and read. And that's basically basically the only way people knew about you. The only way people knew about you. Was to pick up a newspaper. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly how it was. That's exactly how it was. So nowadays... Like I heard Austin Rivers. My sister graduated in '89, so she her she actually played varsity ball as an eighth grader. Uh, the oh, last she was, 
So she was a phenom. She was one of those yeah, phenoms. Yeah, yeah. She, she was, was she phenoms. was my she was good. My sister was real. She when when she graduated, she was the all-time leading scorer for the high school. Okay. Okay. All right. So um yeah. Yes. Like she she was a do that. She was a do that. <laughs> she was good. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, she, she was a do that. But like but like I said, I was really even saying it. Back yeah, then, I mean we're talking late eighties. She she was pretty close to six foot. Um, which here in Kentucky is six foot six foot girl. She you know she pretty she pretty much dominated in the paint. She had she had elbows. I can't count how many times that she would cut somebody with her elbows. Man, this was eighties ball. This wasn't like this wasn't like the stuff today. Yeah. Today you got that you got to give them space and all this other stuff crap that you know. This this wasn't like the kind of ball that's played today. What's yeah. that? There's a there's a rule now, and they call it something. Is it three things? Huh? No, three no. Things. Where you where where you can't be right up on them. You've got to like. Yeah, you got to give them space. You got to give them like some yeah. space or something. Yeah. I, it's, I forgot the rule. I'm gonna tell you for this show. Yeah, I forgot what the name of it is. But it's man, not, back not. then you could be. Um, you could like put a damn saddle on top of somebody almost, <laughs> and you just—I mean, you just—bam! I mean, you know—and you tear somebody's Tammy. She would tear somebody's head off, man. I there is no telling how many cuts and everything else and blood gushing and stuff that she caused when she played ball. Man. Man, I can only imagine. I, can I grew imagine. up in a gym, man. I, I grew up playing ball because she was four years older than me. And like I said, she started playing varsity ball in eighth grade. So I was in fourth. I mean, think about it. When, growing up, I mean, you didn't have a whole lot of things to do. It wasn't a whole lot of things to do. You, you either played sports or you were good in school. Or yeah. in our case, I think you was in the streets. So it was any it was anything – that you can do to stay positive. Sports was an outlet. It allows you to leave uh, your hometown and actually see the world. And so, yep, by I'm the ready. time by the time I was in third grade, my sister was playing, you know, middle school and varsity ball, and I was in a gym with her mm-hmm. half the time. And yep. I grew up in a gym. I mean, that's that's how that's how I grew up. To be honest with you, think about it. That's a way people saw each other. Yeah. Everybody would come to the gym. I know Kentucky's a big state, big basketball state, big coming to football state as well now. But when you it was like meeting either you saw at church or you saw him in the gym. You know, you was gonna be in the gym, like you said, you stayed in the gym all the time. And so like you, know, you listen, if, if your sister's good as I think, her game probably was sold out as she got older and older and older, you know, because when oh, yeah. you hear about someone, and that was the thing about it, you had to be talked about. It had to be worth she, she made the all region team as a as a freshman. Yeah. You're gonna talk, who is this girl? Who is this girl that's good over there? Man, we gotta go see her. And a bunch of people are gonna say, Let's And there go you go. Out. You get your name in the paper when you're a freshman in high school. Exactly. You know what I mean? I, I, I have a I have a friend, her name is Kelsey Andrews. She was a seventh grader playing varsity. She's one of these phenoms as well. You know, I remember when she was a little yeah. baby. Uh, her, her, her daughter, her mom went to, uh, watch this, her mom went to LSU and Alabama. 
for basketball. Her, her dad played at right. Alabama football. And so she's one of these – I think she tore her knee last year, but she's better. She's already got an offer by LSU and Sarah County, and she's just going to the ninth grade. So she's going to be one of those stories in which they're following right. her around right now. I talked to her – I told her dad, I think six years ago, I said, look, this is what's going to happen. Because she was her, – her mom was a head coach at the junior college that we was at, but she would practice this girls and whoop them. And she wasn't even in high school yet. And so I was like, y'all got some. Trust me. She was six six three and mean. Yeah. Six three and mean. I'm gonna I'm gonna send it, I'm gonna send you uh, her, her stuff. Uh six three for for a woman is shit. I mean, that's a girl size. I mean, especially if she's just a freshman. I think I think now she's a ninth grade. If I'm not mistaken, I think she's yeah. a ninth grader. She's six four. Got all from everybody in the country. Everybody in the country. I called it six, seven years ago. Like I said, I grew up with girls' ball. I love girls' basketball. I, I, my my older sister, my older sister, is the one I've been talking about here tonight. But my younger sister, who was four years younger than me, went to this was on a state went to the state um, and and played her senior year in, in the state tournament. And I mean, she wasn't quite as good as my older sister, but she had a good team and and. She was a part of a, a great team last couple of years. Um, but I grew up around girls' ball and, and, and stuff all my life. So, you know, Could I you actually, imagine? I actually enjoy, like most dudes, well, not most, but a lot of dudes will say, well, girls' game just ain't the same and blah, blah, blah. But it's not the same. It's actually, if you, if you watch the girls' game, to me, there are tons more fundamentals of basketball. That ain't no doubt. That ain't no doubt. In, I, in a, I, in I, a actually, I still plays and tweak them watching the girl because they have to execute certain things. Yes. That's what I mean. If you if you are a if you are a coach, I have coached girls basketball as well, Jason, uh, AAU ball. Uh, for seventh, eighth, and ninth graders, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna tell you right now, you have to be a technical, really good coach to to yeah. be to be a you know to have a good team and coach girls' ball because you you have to be really technical and you have to you have to know what you're doing. Um, you got to actually set screens and run plays and block out and Fundamentals I mean, of the game. It's you the fundamentals of the game. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes, like yes. you actually have to. Uh, that's what. Like my my older sister, the one I was talking about. I mean, she would tear people's heads off with her elbow. I mean, blocking out. Just, I mean, just blocking out. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. and in in the in the guys' game, half the time people don't even block out. They just. Jump. React and go up. They go up, jump for jump. the ball. There is it, no it, block out. It's, it's based on I'm more athletic than you. Yes. I can jump. But in the I can jump game, higher or I can jump quicker or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Girls game, they're ceiling. They're sitting down. <laughs> hard posting. Yeah. I mean, fundament, basic fundamentals. Yeah. It's then, actually way more fundamental basketball 
than than anything that you'll see. So, in in my what opinion, the game, what, what the game is involved in, whether they're scoring, the way they're shooting the ball, they're shooting the ball at a high clip and and, and doing a, and a better job. They're getting more crafty off the bounce, you know. So the girl game is evolving, uh, but it is evolving. I'm not going to say it's never, the same as it was 30 years lacking, ago. But they're never lacking the core fundamental of the game. They're yeah. never lacking. They're never lacking. It it has changed. It's it's not quite the same as it was 30, 40 years ago. I'm not saying it's the same. It had it has evolved. The girls' games evolved. I mean, heck, you got girls now um that look like some of the South Carolina girls that are six seven, six eight. Dunking. You you know. got girls that are, it's more girls that are dunking. Yeah. Dunking. You, know. you see what I'm saying? So yeah. All right. So I'm gonna get to what on the screen now, and that's our the real fresh channel. Um, we are featured on Sunday nights on the Real Fresh channel here at College Sportscast. And Howie Fresh has got a little commercial that I'm going to play. So here you go, guys. Hey, I am Howie Fresh here to tell you about the Real Fresh channel. That's right, youtube.com slash the Real Fresh channel. We are a network aiming to bring you various content each and every day, different types of podcasts, different type of content. Uh, anything from college sportcast uh, and fresh takes for some sports. We also got you want to do what? We got the wrestling corner. We got live stream. Just go over to youtube.com slash the real fresh channel and hit us up today. Thank you for uh, checking it out. Appreciate your time. The real fresh channel. All right, guys. There you go. That, that was Howie Fresh and uh, Kim out on the Real Fresh channel. He is part of our Defend Boys team and helping him out as as well as he helps us out. He does a commercial for us on his shows on Tuesdays and Thursday nights. Um, so we appreciate Howie and always want to try to get that in, especially when we're doing one of just shows like we are tonight. So I am going to talk about True Victory one more time. True Victory is, is a uh, veteran-owned, first responder-owned uh, sportswear, and we are being uh, getting to offer that to you now for a discount, the Fanboys 15% discount code. There's a couple of uh, All-American baseball and softball players that have their own collection. So Paul Skeens, the LSU pitcher who is possibly the best pitcher in the land, the best player in the land, might get the Golden Spikes Award this year for the best player in college baseball, has his own collection. Check it out at True Victory. You can scan that code and uh, check out his collection. Also, Wichita State has a softball player by the name of Addison Barnyard, and uh, she is an All-American player. Actually, she's a junior this year, and she already leads Wichita State in home runs ever, um, and she is an All-American as well, and she has her own collection. So if you are a baseball or softball fan, Go to True Victory and check them out. There is one called Are You True uh, collection. There's a Stars and Stripe collection. Again, we're talking about uh, veterans here, veteran-owned 
So scan that QR code that's up on the screen and uh, purchase something with our code to fanboys 15% off. It's, they got some really cool stuff. I've been posting. And I've been seeing it, man. I, I'm, I got to get called back up on uh, posting and reposting, but I've been seeing what you've been putting out there, too. Yeah, man. It's something new that we're doing there for them. So uh, uh, getting to offer. So I'm going to switch things up and go to football for just a minute. So there's been a couple of things that have that have went on. So Auburn lands Michigan State starting QB Thorne uh, in the transfer portal about four or five days ago. Mm-hmm. And that was Michigan State's starting QB. And uh, Auburn, T.J. Finley transferred out. Um, they still have Robbie Ashford, but they have brought in Thorne from Michigan State, who was the starter there last year. And uh, I know I seen a list the other day of uh, available transfers, and Thorne was listed as number ten um, on that list. And he lands at Auburn. Hugh Freeze is was looking for a QB that fits more his scheme. Um, you know, maybe Thorne is is the answer there. You know, you know. For this year, I'm not sure. Robbie Ashford is more of a runner type, you know, um, dual threat QB type deal. And that's not really what Hugh Freeze does. So I did want to bring that up with you while we're while we were on today and uh, kind of see if what I, you if you if caught that news. Did you catch I caught that news the other day? I think it was, a, it was about a couple of days ago I seen it as well. Um if I know Hugh Freeze, Hugh Freeze will have a package for just about everybody that he can use at the quarterback position. Yes, he's going to have a main quarterback to deliver the passes and the routes that he wants to be thrown, but he's no fool. In the SEC, you have to, and I mean you have to, have something in the toolbox to show when things are not going right. When you need a spark, I guarantee he's going to put that dual quarterback in. He's probably going to use a dual system. Uh, uh, he's going to be running both quarterbacks in and out all year until he gets very, very comfortable with one and he lets it go. But he will always, always have some type of scheme for any defense he's going to see. He's going to be looking to throw a monkey wrench in the defensive coordinator's game plan at all times, something that you did not prepare for that he will show. I guarantee you that at all. Yeah, I mean, you know, Freeze has got his work cut out for him this year, I think. Um, You know, the cupboard for Auburn was not very full. You know what I mean? It wasn't completely bare. I'm not going to sit here and act like the cupboard was completely bare, but Offensively, they had they had some 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 guys that are top notch defense, but offensively, but offensively they they don't they they don't have very many good you know top notch receivers. Um, their quarterbacks 
had struggled and been more in that dual quarterback room, you know, that's kind of where their run game the last year or two had not been up to par with Auburn the way they normally run the ball um, the last couple of years. And their offense really had just not been up to par, to be honest with you. Um, so I think Hugh Freeze has got his work cut out for him this first year, at, at least. Uh, all first-year head coaches. Yeah. We'll have an adjustment to make. Now, which one makes the adjustment quicker? I don't know. Uh, but like you said, Hugh Freeze comes into a full rebuild, rebuilding offensive stage because the, the, the offense Auburn ran is not nearly what he will be running. Uh, You're talking about first-year coaches. So, all right, I got to bring up Prime for just a second. I know I don't have him on here, but – you're talking about having a rebuild. I saw a number like two days ago. Okay. Okay. And since you're on with me, I got to at least throw it out here and see what your reaction is to this number. Okay. Okay. So since August of last year, when the season started, now this is not all since Deion Sanders took over as head coach because he didn't take over till December, okay? Mid, uh-huh. Mid-December mid or something, late December uh-huh. when he took over. Might have been late December. Uh, but anyway, so this, this is since August when the season started. Do you know that – get this number, okay? There are 85 scholarship players on a team, okay? Mm-hmm. 70. 70 players have transferred from Colorado since August of last year. 70. That's mind-blowing. Well, mind blowing. If you ask me, I don't know how many transferred before Dion. I I don't know either. I I don't know that. I don't know that. I don't know that. So that's very key. But Dion Sanders did say, "Listen, I'm coming, and my bags are packed with help." I I know, and 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 I'm pretty sure that at least fifty of those have transferred out since Dion took over. Okay. I'm gonna say I'm hey, sure. I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 35 and 35 because you don't 70. know well, you in less they, than a they, calendar year though they were, man. they were one in ten last year. I know, but that they, is an we, insane we, we, but, number. But we forget about that. They were one in ten last year. They that is an insane number, Jason. You have to admit that that's I an insane agree. number. I totally agree. I totally agree with the number. I totally agree with the number. But you got to understand. I was like, that can't be true. And I read the story again and read that part. And I was like, holy shit. They How? One in 10. <laughs> one in 10. So think about it. If you're one in 10, the coaches staff got fired. I'm not going to want too many of his players either. 
You guys, we started the season last year with 85 players. 70 have turned since August of last year. He did say, he did say, and I quote, hey, listen. That is an an astounding number, if you ask me. Help is on the way. Help is on the way. And he he had to change the course. Holy You want a team. You want a team. You're not very good. Bottom line, you're one in ten. You're well, not very I mean, good. They one in ten. They could score points. Their offense was terrible. Well, okay. I mean, how many scholarships do you waste on offense? Well, I mean, you I got eighty-five. Waste. It's it's usually forty. It's use it's close. 40, 45, 42, 43. So that so so obviously those twenty to twenty-five kids who are your starters on the offense. Whoever the offensive line was first or second string, they were not good enough. They were not no. good enough. But you but got you, you got somewhere between 42, you know, 41, 42 players on each side because you got a kicker or two yeah, on there. Yeah, 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 you're right. But you wouldn't see this happen if the transfer rules were what they were. You wouldn't see this happen. You wouldn't see That's this happen. That's an amazing number, though, man. I mean, just an amazing number. It's the Dion effect. It's the Dion effect. I, I can't like holy cow! I was like, I had to read it twice, man. Seriously. All right. So in the past week, there was also some news that come out, and this one we all thought it was pretty much set anyway, because the SEC announced that they would be back into the SEC, but it wasn't exactly over until about four or five days ago. And the Big 12 actually released Oklahoma and Texas. And now it's official and set that Oklahoma and Texas will join the SEC July 1st, 2024. Man, this all I can say is <laughs> the TV deal, the, the, the deals for, for the – for the SEC, man, that number's going to be so high. That number is going to be in the billions. Oklahoma and Texas. Come on now. Oklahoma and Texas. And you got what? Texas. And you, oh, my goodness, man. That's, that's what to say ago. The rich get richer. The SEC just got richer. You got oh, Oklahoma absolutely. money. I mean, you got Texas money. So let me ask you a question. What does Texas? I think I asked you that before. What do they do with the Longhorn Network? Do they keep it? They got to be able to keep it, right? No, nah, they won't. They won't be able to keep it in the SEC. So the SEC is going to buy them out. Something will happen. I don't know exactly what will happen, yeah. but they yeah. won't be able to keep their own network in the SEC because. The SEC money is evenly split with all its members. That's that's when you come into the SEC, you agree to those terms. So Texas has had to already agree to those terms. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I would, I, I would love to look at those papers. Look at that doctor. Read that fine print. <laughs> you know, so. Uh, you know, something will happen. I, I don't know if they will 
you know, I mean, maybe they get their own branch off the SEC network or something. I mean, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, as far as covering their school, but I don't know why they would need it because they're going to split the money and be on SEC network anyway. I don't understand why they would need it now, not joining the SEC. I mean, when they were in the Big 12 and half the Big 12 games weren't on TV and they wanted to create their own network, I get it. Man, look, that's one of those things that, that I mean, when – I don't know, man. You, you got to see – it's going to be very interesting, man, like – I'm still excited. You see, when I'm reading this at the bottom, it's like, oh, Oklahoma, Texas, they just get a release? They didn't have to, they didn't have to pay a penalty or anything like that? I, the, the, now, you know, that was a originally, that, originally that, they that were, tough. they were in, they were into 2025. So they are letting them go a year earlier than what. Yeah, that's what I thought. They, they were under contract till 2025. And originally, there was talk that they would have to, you know, buy them out, buy the that year out if they wanted to. But when I seen this press release the other day, and I could be wrong, I didn't maybe read the fine print or all the way down to the bottom or something, but I did not see where they were having to buy their way out of that contract. It said that the Big Twelve released them. Is what it said. Wow. 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 That's <laughs> man. So they're gonna play one year in this 14 team Big 12. So let me ask you a question too. So does does baseball play in the SEC? Softball play in the SEC? They start in the SEC since they're playing in 2024, right? They, they'll start after July 1st of 2024. Every, all, everything will be SEC. Softball, said, baseball. Okay, I'm thinking I'm thinking since they were you, right, because they're going into July. I'm not even thinking. I'm yeah, thinking. it'll be – so, like, for basketball, it won't be to the 2024-2025 season yeah mm-hmm. i got you i got you i'm thinking about the sports that go into the summer and things yeah. like that like softball and baseball but you know they, they've already been started right yeah, yeah. I got you, I got you. like so next year's baseball season which will end like at the june of 2024 will so, still be yeah it, it it's july 1st of 20 24 is when they'll officially be an SEC member. Wow. Wow, just the thought of it, man. I, I'm just thinking about all the weekends, how expensive it will be on the weekend to catch one of these games. Every game in the SEC will be like a homecoming game. You know, they're going to be packed, man. They're going to be yeah. packed. Got to make plans early. I mean, a hey, home game. A home the game SEC game. just got tougher in nearly every sport. And I'm not talking about I'm not talking about just football and stuff. So you know, I mean, 
The SEC just got tougher in every sport. Oklahoma has probably the best um, women's softball team in the country, okay? Um, you know, you, you look at women's basketball. What, what, you what look at – I just seen a 40-game winning streak the other day, uh, Oklahoma uh, softball team. Softball. So, Their softball like, team's the best team in the country. That's what I'm saying. You, you know. just said – I just seen it the other day. You, you're exactly yeah. right. It's like – right. Man, each sport, and you talking about track and field, you talking about golf, you talking about every sport, swimming, you know, every sport. I don't care, I don't care what you're talking about. Every sport is going to get a huge bump, huge bump. And, and it's going to be a tough opponent and tough game added. Um, the SEC just got, I mean. Dangerous, dangerous. Yeah. Number one, number one league in the country. Now they, they might have to battle, the, you know. The I, Big I mean, Ten's is as in twenty twenty four is also adding USC and UCLA, so you know, they're they're trying to compete. I yeah, still yeah. don't think that they will be quite as good as the SEC overall. Is is there going to be one or two sports that they probably will compete in? Probably. I just I don't think overall. When you when you look at all the sports, that you know that it'll be, I think the SEC will have them myself. But I can't even imagine. I'm I'm just trying to wrap my head around it. That is breaking news. That is breaking. So right now, I know right now, 2024, 2025, I will be a fan of the SEC. I will try to go to as many games as I can during the 24. I'm going to make this. It's going to be worth it from from any sport, any sport, especially football, football, basketball. Man, yep. man, hey, watch this. Can you imagine Chris Beard playing his Texas? Going back to Texas? Oh my! God. Oh, I know. Oh my! Goodness. It's going to be there. Oh, if I mean, surely he'll still be at Ole Miss. So I mean, you know, and 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 they're going to have to play each other. Ole Miss and Texas. That's what I'm saying, like, that's what I'm saying, you know. Just the storylines, but it's like it, it's it's, yep. it's 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 gonna be a good it's gonna be a good SEC. That's it. That's gonna be like the I old believe, SEC. I believe that was one of the attractions for Chris Beard to go to Ole Miss, because there probably wasn't a lot of teams knocking down his door anyway. But I'm sure he had some opportunities, and Ole Miss being in the SEC, I'm sure, um, you know, meant a little bit something more. I, I can I can honestly say that those guys over there who who are at Ole Miss right now are working. I'm talking about really working. They're 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 getting as many players as they can in there, and they're going to change yeah. that culture. And I do know Chris Beard. I do know the people on the staff. Those guys will turn around. They will put the players in there. They will get the players in there to get it done. They will do that. They will do that. So that's something that, man, it's just it's gonna be interesting. You know, it's gonna be interesting for Chris Beard and the company. I think they get it done. Um, I've seen him do this at ULR. He did it in a year. I've seen him do it at Texas Tech in two years. Oh, they'll get and, it done. I don't yeah. know if he'll get it done this coming year, but they'll get it done. I, I, I have much confidence. I mean, he'll. He'll definitely turn it around. I mean, are we talking they're going to be 34-2 and two in two years? Probably not. No, we're but, not saying that. Yeah. 
you know, but but I, he'll get them turned around and in the right direction and pushing for an NCAA tournament bid pretty soon, I would think. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess we good. I'm I'm come on. They might be pushing the the, the NCAA next year because he yeah. signed some guys. He gets right. some guys in there. And he's oh, gonna yeah. play his, his brand of basketball. So it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sure he will. So on the screen now, I have our College Sportscast official merch page. Um, you can scan that QR code, and it will take you to our shop. We have about 10 or 12 different shirts. You can buy our official uh, logo shirt, like the one that is showing up on the screen. You can also buy a softball shirt, a basketball shirt, some shirts, baseball, volleyball, soccer, Um so they're all college sports cash shirts with a different theme for different sports. So check them out while you're on here with us. Use the watch CS cast code for a 15% discount. I don't put it on the screen. I don't talk about it on social media. I only do it right here on college sports cast when you're watching and have the logo up. And it is a special deal for you to either watch live or watch in replay and to be able to use this code. So watch CSCast is a 15% discount. And if you are watching, then you can use that code and, and get you a little bit of a discount off of our merchandise for you guys. So uh, <clears throat> I wanted to get that up. Um also wanted to mention this while we're talking about SEC stuff and, and stuff tonight. So tonight, the SEC softball tournament begins. Whoa. The, uh, the baseball tournament's two weeks away, but the softball tournament begins tonight. The top seeds are Tennessee, Georgia, Auburn and Arkansas. That's the top four seeds in the softball tournament. Um, LSU is right there, I think, at number five. You have Florida, who possibly has the best player in the country. Um, playing, playing for them. She is a beast, left-handed hitter. Um, she's a beast. And uh, check them out. Uh, but LSU and Florida are maybe a couple of teams that could surprise that's not in that top four. Um, and I've got the top four listed there for you guys. The number one seed is Tennessee. The number two seed in the SEC tournament is Georgia. The number three seed is the Auburn Tigers. And the number four seed is the Arkansas Razorbacks. So, Lady Hogs. Lady Hogs. So that's uh, that's that's your top four seeds. The tournament begins tonight. Now, tonight is basically some play-in games. Um, teams. Let me get this right. Nine, ten, eleven, and twelve play each other. The bottom two teams do not make, don't even get to play in the SEC baseball and softball tournament. Um, but the bottom, well, 9 through 12 play each other, 
and then the winner of those games tonight will then move on and advance to play in the top ten teams um, series. So it's a double elimination series after tonight. Wow. I know I know Mississippi State was playing earlier on the softball. Trying to maybe get you an update on the score while we were on. Might be able to get it. Let's see. It was Missouri, Mississippi State. Missouri won the play in game three to one. So I know that game is in the books. So, like I said, that's a that's that's a play-in game for the SEC tournament. So that was the opening game. Missouri will advance. Mississippi State will not. And this weekend coming up will be the SEC softball tournament. And like I said, those are the top teams. And I give you a couple of teams to kind of look for. You got Florida with one of the best players in the nation, um, and LSU I think is number five on that list there. And you know they might have a chance to maybe make some noise in the SEC tournament as well. So just to give you a little bit of update, we don't talk a whole lot of softball on here, uh, but it is tournament time now for softball, and uh, we'll see how many teams make the. You know, region, World Series, and all that kind of stuff for softball. Thought I'd get that in while we were on. Again, I've got our College Sportscast official merch page up. Scan that code. Use our code CSCATWATCH, CSCAST, uh, for a 15% discount. So if you're watching here with us, you can use that code and get a 15% discount um, <clears throat> on, on anything that you may buy. A couple of mugs as well on there as some shirts and uh, got hoodie and sweatshirt and stuff like that. It's just the wrong time of year for that kind of stuff. It is for me. <laughs> it is for me. But a lot of these darn kids anymore, they wear hoodies all year round. Year round, man. Year round. Year round. We was in I mean, Phoenix. I, I, had a kid I, wear a I don't know how they do it. How do they do it, Jason? I burn up. Like, how do they wear hoodies? Man, the more you try to figure these kids out, the more you figure out. Man, the weirder is the better thing to be in the. I don't understand it. It'll it's, be it's, like last summer. I remember I was out. Okay, and I run an event trailer and. Like it was smoldering, freaking hot. I mean, I mean, it was heat index was like 110, 112 that day. And this kid comes up to my trailer in a hoodie and a sweatsuit outfit, hoodie. And I, I mean, and I'm like, I didn't say nothing to the kid. I mean, he was a you know, 16, 17-year-old kid probably. And I'm like, 
how in, in my head, I'm like, how in the hell are you surviving in that? I mean, listen, he probably ain't got no shirt up on me. That's what I'm saying. And I'd be sweating through the, uh, the entire uh, hood. I mean, it was like 112 heat index, and he's all decked out in a. Wait, what? But he probably had on shorts, though, right? Yeah, I think you he see, had on shorts. You, yeah, you, you see that that that's 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 their cool thing. Hoodies and shorts. So, I, I just give me a t-shirt. Give me a t-shirt and some shorts. Let's go. Or give me yeah. some, you know, some, some some nice light pants. You know, in the summer. Yeah. Hey, I don't. I don't get know? it, man. Hey, I'm, I'm not even gonna try to get it because. But there's a deal. They said we was, if you want that hoodie, was, even though it's summertime, go ahead and get you a hoodie. Is all I'm gonna say. <laughs> yes, you don't care when you wear it. Just go to wear it. I don't care. I mean, I couldn't do it. I was. I sweat too much, man. I'm. A, I, yeah, yeah. There's just no yeah. way. If I tried to wear a hoodie when it was that hot, it would be drenched. Like it would be stuck to me. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. I'm not even playing. There's just no way if it was that I hot. Hot. I got I get hot taking out the trash, let alone walk around in 100 degree weather <laughs> you know, with a hoodie off. And I I mean he had the hoodie up too, walking around. You know, and I'm like, golly, man, man. how you do that? <laughs> How you You're do exactly that, right. man? You're exactly right. I'm I'm serious. I was like, wow, I don't understand. <laughs> I was smothered to death. All right, guys. I'm gonna start kind of wrap things up. We are college sportscast, of course. You catch us on Tuesday and Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Central Time and Sunday at 3 p.m. Central Time. Um, we are now on WSBN TV. So you can catch College Sportscast on Channel 30 on WSBN TV. And how you do this, it's a streaming service TV. How you do this is you download the BoxCast app. Once you download the BoxCast app on Apple TV, Roku, Fire Stick, you can actually find WSBN TV, World Sports Broadcasting Network. Once you find WSBN TV, look us up, Channel 30. There will be. All you got to do is download that BoxCast app, and you can find us on Apple TV, Roku, Fire Stick, and if countries, you can find us on other things. Uh, I can't think the name of it right now, but uh, we are in lots of different countries on this WSBN TV as well. So, make sure that uh, if you are looking a place to help or give for 2023. Home for Our Troops is where we are asking people to help and to give. They build homes for injured and wounded vets. And they've been doing it for over 20 plus years. And kind of goes with our 
true victory veteran owned program that we are uh, asking people to shop and be a part of. This home for our troops is helping vets um, who have been injured and wounded and they are rebuilding lives by building them homes and they'll do that anywhere in the country. For every dollar that you give, any cents of that dollar goes towards building them houses. Um, so you can give to them at hfotusa.org. Jason, man, it's been fun. I appreciate you being on with me. We always talk a little bit of stuff and have, have a little bit of fun, a little blast about some different stuff. We don't always agree on the same things, but, you know, that's No, yeah, we agree to disagree. We <laughs> agree to disagree. Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. It, it, yeah, if the world would do the same thing, we, the world would be a better place. And that's for sure. That's absolute yeah. for sure. Yeah. Absolutely agree with that one. The whole world would be a better place for sure. Everybody has on. All right, man. We will see you guys on night. It is on Thursday night. It's Tuesday night, Brad. Man, one of them days. One of them days. <laughs> we will see you guys on Thursday night at eight o'clock Central Time. Uh, thanks for joining College Sportscast, and we will see you Thursday. Good night. Peace out.